Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show, where we celebrate every single day the amazing people who are making Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. And uh, I'm thrilled to be today in the Citizens Bank studio. Citizens Bank doing some great work all across the state of Mississippi, and especially uh, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, where I live, and they work in the community. Just thrilled to have them as a major sponsor on the Ricky Matthews Show. It's uh, Thursday on this show, so we have an expanded audience. I want to welcome our listeners from the Delta and from the Jackson area as we move to my good friend, you know him from Inner Mississippi Minute, the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi, my friend, Steve Azor. How you doing, Steve? I'm always good. I'm always good. I'm No matter what, that's mind over matter, Ricky. Good morning. <laughs> you are always good. And, of course, everybody I know who uh, knows you uh, loves you. I mean, do you have any enemies, my friend? I do. No, you do. don't. Yeah, a lot of referees when I was coaching basketball when I moved home, a lot of them uh, – who were, were fans of my music not, became non-fans, and I said, that's okay because you guys can't call a game. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, I don't. I, I hope I don't have any. I'm well, you have uh, every. You know, everybody enjoys you. Listen, man. There's a lot to talk about. I. I. We. We're gonna. We're gonna definitely get the latest on the whole one Mississippi journey since you wrote that new state song and published a book that's on a bestseller list, a children's book. Um, gosh, man, the illustrations in that are just incredible. Um, I had her on the show recently. We had. I want to talk about it, man. She did. She what? She just knocked it out of the park. Um, but it's been fun watching you uh, travel schools and sing the song with students, and we're going to get all that. You're in a recording studio again, working with some wonderful up and coming artists. It's, we'll, we'll get the latest on that. Hey, man, it's, it's, it's we're we're zooming fast toward Thanksgiving, and you know, of course, this time of year, I spend a lot of time in the Mississippi Delta. It's you know, literally, almost like over. Overnight, the world changes in the Mississippi Delta as the hunting community comes together. It goes from a, a farming culture to a hunting culture almost overnight. But uh, it's a great time of the year to be in the Mississippi Delta, isn't it? I love the fact that you leave the beautiful Gulf Coast and head down our way. Uh, I just it says a lot for our our land and our you know the the region that we live in, and obviously. Man, I, I make the joke about it, but it's the truth. A lot of my friends, you know, the even our lawyer friends who are in suits every day, our farmer friends who are busting their tails all year out there, um, they all move their closet. They rotate all to camouflage and blaze orange. Right? That's <laughs> what happened. And uh, and uh, you know, it's it's it is a just to hear you guys. You know, I told you this years ago when as much as I was gone. I loved to hunt growing up. I mean, I didn't love to hunt like my brother did. My brother Joe was a, an, an avid hunter. He was a real deal. But I loved to rabbit hunt a lot. It was more action. Um, and But the peace and serenity you get when just hanging out there, I mean, there's few places in the world 
and few moments in the world you can have with your friends and and with God, right? I mean, it's just it's just amazing. It, it really is. I, I had um, I had a friend of mine who posted something. I talked about this on my outdoor show. Who's from New York? He lives in California. He lives here now, and he was talking about a friend of his sent a picture of his son's first buck. Well, his, you know, my friend who came from New York and California, he's, his dad didn't teach him to love hunting. In fact, he he was raised sort of an anti-hunter, didn't didn't like to be around guns. And you, you know the story. We, we know people yeah. who, who, and I don't, I don't fault any of them for that. But, but he, but he sent me a note about it and said, I'm, I'm really puzzled with how to reply to this guy. And I, I sat down and wrote a long note to him about hunting and the heritage of hunting and the culture of hunting. And on Super Talk Outdoors, we're actually going to start posting a series of uh, a series of of you know things that that are, that kind of emanate from what I wrote to him about hunting, like this is hunting, and often it's not about the animal; it's it's really about the experience. And one of the th- here's 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 what I share, and you'll love this because when I when I think about this, Steve, I think about. You know, you say, you know, you may not necessarily hunt and you you didn't have time to hunt because you were traveling the world and all the stuff you were doing in your musical career. But 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 you love to be in the hunting camp. You love to to cook when you're in the hunting camp. You love the storytelling and the, the camaraderie that comes with that. And here's the thing that we posted the other day. And when I when I think about this, I think about being in the Mississippi Delta with my with my friends and my family. Many of my friends you've met. Okay, so here's what here's what I here's what I shared on my outdoor show. The Mississippi hunting tradition is about bonding with family members and strengthening relationships. It's about providing an opportunity for generations to come together to share experiences and pass down knowledge and skills from one generation to the next. Uh, Trips to our hunting grounds involve storytelling and laughing uncontrollably. It's about teaching valuable life lessons and a respect for nature and instilling a sense of safety and responsibility in each other and in our kids and our grandkids. And it's about a year-round appreciation for our outdoors landscapes and deeply understanding how those landscapes define us. This is hunting. And no, Steve, go ahead. No, no. Right guy to ask who's going to give the best prolific prophetic answer is you. So I'm just cracking up that of all the people to get asked this question, the award winning, you know, (laughs) president of how many, you know, come on, publisher. I love the fact that you're the guy that gets to answer that question because I know that answer was going to be well thought out and spot on. And notice that nothing in there that I talk about. You know, the actual hunting, but it's the experience of hunting. And when you think about the landscapes and how the landscapes define us, you know, gosh, man, you know, look, your whole book, The Mississippi Reunion, excuse me, your your album, The Mississippi Reunion, the crossroads of Mississippi and how how the tale of the crossroads defines blues music literally around the world. The landscapes define us, and it's and so hunting for me is to, is about going back and touching that part of our history and being yeah. connected. You know. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, a good friend of ours, uh, Doctor Neil Suarez, here and his wife Paige just built um, in their hunting camp. Uh, I think it's twenty seven break out on the river. Right? They 
have their, I call it the river monster or river mansion. It's not no cabin. Anyway, they built it on basically where uh, this turn in the river comes in when the, and when the boats and the pulling all the barges tugs come down and they're, there's, you know, the barges are endless. They come around, they're staring right in their kitchen. I mean, it is this glorious place and there's wildlife everywhere, right? He sends me pictures of all the stuff because everything's on camera at night and all this. And, and it's just absolutely, but the river's always um, put me in a trance. It's the most peaceful place I've ever been. But when you add what you're talking about hunting and, and, and mother nature and nature in general with that river, man, that is a place where your blood pressure just comes down to where you even, it could be on the wrong side of your blood pressure can get so low. (laughs) You got to get, you got to wake up because it's, it's just so serene and so peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I had the opportunity to have friends who own property on Kings point right outside of Vicksburg on the, on the river. And you can sit on the front porch looking at the river. I know what you're talking about. And you know, it's, it's funny as you're talking, can't help, but I can literally hear Morgan Freeman's voice on, on your music video, waiting on Joe and and how the Mississippi River sort of is part of the, part of the defining characteristic of, of that of that video. Um, I can hear literally hear him talking. You know, when I that video when we shot that, you know, looking back at my body of work from then to now, I'm so glad I feel like I've given credit to the place that gave me so much inspiration because I was working my way to it, but it took me another 20 years of writing to be able to pay true homage to this place that gave me so much inspiration, um, just the scenery. So it's interesting you're talking about that. I still think the best song that I've ever been a part of writing was on the boat when I was shooting the Wait Known Joe video and the captain walks out and he goes, he held his cup up in the air and we were waiting to shoot a scene at the end of the video and he holds it up and he goes, the river's working. And I looked around, I thought he was crying, but he was probably sweating and I said, you know, and I looked around me and I said, what the heck? It was so busy, you know, so much activity. And I watched Greenville because of the laws that got changed, uh, lose so much because we our port was designed and rocking and then all of a sudden it went dry. And so I wrote this about a friend's dad who would come home and he was a boat captain and you could tell how uneasy he was being on dry land. And so it's called The River's Working. It's on my uh, 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 Delta Soul Volume 1 record. And I feel like that that is the most nail song I've ever gotten in my life next to one Mississippi. So, I, I mean, I'd do anything for people to go out and listen to it because lyrically I feel like the, the, the good one of those things where the good Lord said, here you go, you know, it will write itself. And it was so inspirational. I got cold and it was 100 degrees. Morgan, <laughs> Morgan's been such so good to me. You know, he, he helped me put that song on the map, and that was, at that point, my story. You know what's interesting? You look at the evolution of your career, going to Nashville, having that long Nashville uh, career, and then coming back here. Uh, I want to talk, when we come back, about your most recent venture with a cruise ship, which I find so interesting. And what a great way to to tell Mississippi story. Time of my life. Time we'll continue life. our conversation with Steve Azar after this. We'll see you after this break.
passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show uh, from the Citizens Bank Studio. And again, welcome our listeners from the Delta and Jackson. I have my friend Steve Azar with us, the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi. The the I mean, he wrote the new state song, One Mississippi. We're going to get to all that here shortly. But, you know, even as, you know, Kyle's done such a great job producing this show, Steve. I mean, you... Man, oh, how can I fail when you got somebody like 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 Kyle and and Cammy behind you, man? I was ready to put in an offer to both of them behind your back, but I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't blame you, man. I wouldn't blame you. But I was listening listening to that music coming back into this segment, and you you hear that little kind of blues riff that's going on, and you can and you just you feel sort of the the Robert Johnson influence on something like that. You know what he did with that guitar. Metal mesmerized musicians around the world, didn't it? Oh, man. I mean, just the history of it all and also the the question behind it all, right? My cousin Abe's barbecue, you know, they they say the crossroads are there on the 6149 split. You can go to Dockery. You can go to Greenwood. There's so many places everybody's arguing where the crossroads were. But the bottom line was um, just the mystery and the it's it's just perfect. It is. It keeps it interesting, you know, and it keeps it always inquisitive and always at, at a forefront in our musical history. Um, it, it's just the it's nuts that we have the talent that we've had from so long ago that it's the birthplace of America's music for all the right reasons. It's proof, right, in every genre of music, and then it's the new generation coming up that is really carrying the torch. Really yeah. doing a great job. Yeah, it is. It is awesome. And of course, as you and I have discussed in past shows, the music industry has changed dramatically. Yeah. And um, if you're really talented and you connect well with audiences, if you, if I mean, it helps if you're your own song songwriter. Obviously, it helps a lot if you're your own songwriter. You can you can find a break, but breaks are harder to get today because the competition is so insanely uh, big time out there, isn't it? Crowded. It's pretty crowded, you know, because the the ability for people to access entertainment and also uh, at the same time uh, when you do see something that stands out then it's really special I still think it has to be special to matter and and good for the the folks that have have not been given a shot who deserved a shot and they they can use online and somehow things will break through every once in a while that deserves it and it's almost like in our business it's all about the song yeah and we believe in it. When you build that foundation and you have that, then at some point it's going to shine and you can't stop a great song. Hey, a friend of mine who, who is sort of an old school country music fan was watching the CMAs and he hadn't really paid close enough attention to some of the more recent music. He especially hadn't paid attention to Jelly Roll and his <laughs> emergence and uh, you know, I think he, he got the the uh, new new artist, yes, new artist of the year. But his story is, you know, Jelly Roll story is incredible. And he posted yes. something about. It. He said, "Man, you know, look at all the look at all the tattoos on this guy's face. You know, can't we do better in the country music?" I said, "Dude, you don't understand." 
that that jelly roll defines heart and soul he defines resilience he defines coming from the brink a kid that was in jail in his teens and came out and now he's inspiring he when he sings when he sings his songs He's singing to the broken, and so many people in America are broken, and they need inspiration. Yeah. And the way he's touched that is amazing to me. But that again, during the pandemic, he posts, you know, just like on the spur of the moment, this YouTube video that's now been viewed a billion times, or, or however long it's been yeah. viewed, that unleashes his uh, country music uh, ascension. And for people who have not paid attention to that story, that's the stories we're looking for. That's he, he touched. Your nerve, didn't he? Well, it's honest, and it goes back to that. I mean, when it's honest, you have the best shot in the world. Now, you can trick some people, but most of the time, ninety percent of the time, you can't trick people. Or people are moved by what moves them. So it's got to be authentic and honest. And yeah, this the guy's having a lot of honest moments, and that yeah. gets, that gets you there. Gosh, we have some great musicians in this state that we can all be so proud of. Um, my gosh, I mean, it would be impossible for you. We could spend a whole song talking about all the great musicians. Yeah. But one one of the things, as I mentioned before we went to break a few minutes ago, that I've enjoyed watching you post about is this unique relationship that you have with a cruise line on the Mississippi River that brings your guys together to tell a story. Tell tell about that, that unique experience that you're having there. Okay, they... So Viking, we curated this show, and it's just the most wonderful. It has my been my dream gig, and let me tell you why. Basically, 400 passengers show up, and they bus to our pre-flood, practically pre-flood, just on the other side of the flood, two pieces of a building. Original Greenville High School Auditorium, which has become our E.E. Bass Cultural Center. It's a lot like Mary C. there on the Gulf Coast, okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. So. So it's our version of that, and we're trying to keep it alive. And the arts are the only thing that has been able to do that. And with that said, it happened to be the perfect size. The building is ornate. You feel the history when you walk in it. And we were able to curate a show that is all about the songs I've written about, my Mississippi reunion, basically. Um, uh, it's from my past. It's a very Mississippi show. And it is, it's reminded me of all the reasons I ever wrote the song. So I'm getting to tell those stories in a very calm, relaxed manner because their passengers are very unique. They want to be educated. They want to be cultured. And they, and we've had quotes as from the first time we ever did it was to think we had to go all the way to Mississippi to rediscover America. Now, we've talked about this, but there have been hundreds of these quotes. That's the one that sticks out the most because it was the first one that let us know we're on to the right thing. But between our food, Chef David Cruz, Wesley Smith down here, who's head of tourism, my partner on this thing, um, we have got the best of the best of the best. We're employing a lot of uh, people with uh, paying them really well. Uh, Viking allow lets us do that, and they want us to do it. And um, right now it's 30 shows a year, and it's about hopefully going to get their second ship. It'll be 60. But I'm telling you, it's the first time in my life where half of my show isn't that, where it's 100% of the show. And they've said we got the four-star. We're, we're ranked the highest on the Mississippi for them. And But it's the, it's the relationship that they've allowed us to build with their passengers and people from all over the country and all over the world. And it has been, um, I got to tell you, it's like when your ship comes in for our town. Look, Mississippi, small towns, small towns around America need 
folks like Viking to appear. Just all of a sudden, they just magically appear. Um, that river, as sure as it built things up and gave us a great economy, when laws changed, it killed it. And now this is becoming its, re its rebirth. So I love the team at Viking. I love their um, their pursuit for our culture and their concern and their compassion for it. And I love them allowing me with my team, which is incredible. And the economic impact is making on a lot of our youth that's working and some older people that are needing extra money. Um, it's just been phenomenal. So you're getting our food, our culture, our music. Then you go into the big place of where you buy all Mississippi art. And it has been, um, it's been a wow. I can't, I mean, the economic boom has got to be incredibly measurable. Yeah. People think that you're supposed to, oh, they don't, they're not shopping at all our places. Well, guess what? There's 40 people are in businesses that are all the hot tamales and all the macaroni and cheese being made and all the, you know, the catfish. You know, I mean, the bottom line is, and all the people that are working, they're making money and putting it back into the economy. You don't have to go into a store on Washington Avenue and go, well, why aren't we getting that? We don't see them. Well, yeah, you are. You're seeing them through the the ability to pay the people that are living in your town to go have extra money to do things, to go to restaurants, you know, to shop at different places. And that is the economic impact. This is the things I've learned as the music and culture ambassador is, you know, I make the joke. We play gigs and I get off the bus and there's all these thousands of people and we play and we get off, we get back on the bus and they just magically appear and then they <laughs> magically zap back at home. You don't think about the process and the hotel rooms and the gas stations and the food and the, and the restaurants and everything in between. And uh, anyway, getting to celebrate what I've always wanted to do my whole life. And I made the joke, this is not my Branson, it's not my Vegas, it's my brand, my Brangus or my Vegson, or, you know, it's really my Mississippi. <laughs> right, right. But, but the truth is, I've always wanted to be able to do this and getting to do it on my own soil where I'm so many generations back and I understand our Mississippi and share it. It's, it's an, it is an honest moment. And I think that's why it's working. But listen, it's game day every time we do it. And we don't get tired, and uh, it's so. Hey, but pleasing. Steve, what what I see, what I see is the opportunity to expand it beyond Viking, where people just drive from all over to come to. People are coming up and hanging out at the top, you know, on the balcony, and uh, so it's great. I just invited Delbert, you know, our, our wonderful lieutenant governor. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, so uh, I'm hoping he's going to come check it out. And you got to come check it out. Yeah, I'll have to. So, I, I'd love to. I'd love to see it. I, I understand how all the it's a holistic effect of a single event and how it can ripple effect through a community. So it's been fun. fun. Hey, when we come back on the other side, one other observation about that, and we'll talk about the latest on One Mississippi, the new state song from Mississippi. We'll see you after this break with Steve Azar. Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1.
Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. I have my friend, the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi. He has a show here on Super Talk called In a Mississippi Minute. The uh, amazing and my good friend. I, I do really mean my dear, dear friend, Steve Azar. Um, it's great to have this conversation. Hey, coming back to the show, though. God, you're so much there. I'm so thrilled that Viking uh, Cruise Lines has this sort of vision to understand that, you know, you can bring the Delta onto the onto the the cruise ship, and certainly entertain people, and people are sort of used to that. Well, what a unique approach to bring the people to the Delta and let them see it for themselves. The I, you could put legs on that in so many different ways. I can't even imagine. Before we, yeah, go ahead, Steve. I was going to say they've been such a wonderful partner because they allowed us to sort of show them what we feel like it really is, and they have been very, very proactive and very involved in the creation of it all. And I'm just telling you, it's been the best team to work with. I mean, like it's, hey, it's man, that's, here's that's the thing. you're a good partner. You're a really good partner. And they know that. And having you and your team engage is a competitive advantage and doing it the way they're doing it. Cause every cruise ship has entertainers that come onto the ships, this opportunity to bring the ship on the land into a cultural yeah. center in the heart of the Mississippi Delta and hear from someone like you, Gosh, man, it's just a great opportunity. I've had an, you know, this, it start, sort of started, you know, with Pearl River Resort getting to them taking, I don't have to be meet on Monday and breaking the lyric out of just each line. Matt Perkins and, and the team there and Ryan Griffin and, and getting to know the chief. He's such a good guy, good man. Love him. He loves to hunt, by the way, on the river. We're going to cap him back down, hopefully. But the, the deal is that they have been, they've taught me so much. Um, it reminds me of Craig Ray, Visit Mississippi, understanding the economic impact of all that. They've all taught me so much, um, and they've been great, great partners. I mean, like having a blast with them. So I'm, I really am very grateful that, you know, growing up, I always wanted Mississippi to be my, my canvas. And I've taken that canvas and painted it all around the world, which Mississippi, 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 throwing it at them. My agent used to say, Steve, I mean, I get it, and the people are loving it, but you're so Mississippi. And I said, well, what do you want me to say? And so uh, eventually that led me back home, and and all of this is just great opportunities. Team Super Talk, another incredible partner. Uh, Team Super Talk has everything to do with the success that I'm having beyond this without because it's such an incredible platform for us to have a voice. You know, now, only thing concerns me is people, a lot of people think that the only thing I've ever done is have a radio show, like when I used to cook online. They do, Some people go, oh, you're a singer-songwriter? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's the way it works. You know, I'm a former publisher and had all that experience. And Ann said to me many times, as I've said to you before, people won't remember me as a publisher. They'll they'll only remember me through my show. What or, have you done you for know, me lately? <laughs> that's, that's you know, you know what the truth is, people do have short memories. And yeah. and that's why when you're when you're working to make a difference in the community, you're clearly going to be only as good as your last performance. And it doesn't really matter if people even know that you made an impact or not. If you keep the focus on doing the right thing, it, things will run its course, and it will matter or it won't yeah. matter. You know. Yeah. And I, right. I had the. <clears throat> I had a wonderful coast leader died recently. His name was George Logel. 
Amazing man, former mayor of, of Guphorn, but former CEO of, of Hancock Whitney, a longtime community leader. I'd worked with him for so many years. And just, you know, just three weeks before he died, I had him on this show. And uh, we talked about a lot of different things, but I asked him how he wanted to be remembered along the way. And he said, I don't want to be remembered. He said, I want to, I want the things that we're doing to continue. I want, I want people, kids, when they, when they grow up to want to, to want to live here. And if I had a small role in helping make that happen, then I'm totally satisfied. I could care less whether my name's attached to it or not. At the yeah. end of the day, that's what legacy really is. You know, the, your songs will live on, you know, what I love about one Mississippi, incidentally, the song one Mississippi is sort of like Disney world as, as new generations come up. They go to Disney World for the first time, and people will be introduced to your song for the first time. And as I said to you early on when the song was being considered and then ultimately was approved by the legislature and signed into law by the governor, I told you that the impact of the song was going to touch you in ways way beyond just writing that song because it's going to, it's going to introduce people to you. Then they're going to get curious about your music, and they're going to get curious about you know what? What is this music and cultural ambassador? They're going to start. They're going to start exploring other parts of your life in a way that's going to be very beneficial to you. You know, you didn't expect any of that benefit to come from it. You did it for all the right reasons. But the but the reality of it is, the inspiration that you're now providing to to single classrooms or entire schools and. As you travel this state, whether it's through your book or whether it's through singing the song, gosh, the generations that you will touch from now on are going to be incredible through that song. That has to be humbling, to say the least. Oh, it's beyond humbling. And I keep using the word grateful because I'm trying to find another word for it. But, um, man, I am grateful. And when schools reach out, I'm I'm on the air saying it. I'm I'm going to see them. I mean, I got so many in front of me right now because we still got a lot left to do. But uh, now we're starting to get like it. We, um, uh, Katie Tenori, Doctor Tenori, she's sort of at, she's at William Carey, and she helps the teachers go out and teach. So this past year, 150 teachers. We had the kids sing. Um, they are taking the book and they're taking it out to the schools next year. Now they're doing it again. And so this is starting to multiply. The Starkville School Systems, um, I think a thousand books are going to there in this uh this in December, and we're gonna go sign every one of them. So what's happening is um it's sort of amazing because Sarah Francis did such a wonderful job with seven beautiful kids, and they are getting you tell the story. And if when you get to these kids in kindergarten through sixth grade. Um, which is what we've been going to see. And and obviously the book's geared toward a little younger than sixth. You know, fifth, we're thinking, you know, K through four. But the fifth and sixth graders are having a good time. They're, they haven't left the roost yet and haven't gone into the next stage where whatever. But And then the older kids all want to sing it. So um, it's it's been just wonderful because we go in with the PowerPoint. Sarah Francis does her thing. It's getting the kids are raising their hand. They're all involved. And there's hundreds of kids, not not 40. There's hundreds at a time. And then I play the song and the kids get up and sing with me and the ones in, out there are singing. And most of the schools know every word now. So it's been, it, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. I just know that it's, the, it's another part of my, it's just things you don't expect. Uh, and maybe it's because you do the right thing or good Lord just goes, Hey Steve, you've been working really hard your life and you've, uh, 
sometimes I'm going to let you work a little easier, but, but, uh, I just got to put miles on the car now and just go. No, no, it. listen, I'm totally convinced there's divine intervention in this because when you originally wrote the song, you wrote it for a specific event. And then, you know, the future goes on. People start getting more familiarized with just the magic of the storm, of, of the, of the, uh, music, the, the magic of the song talking about Mississippi landscapes. You got, you define that in this, every, every region of the state and how people think about those regions. And then, uh, you know, you keep mentioning Sarah Francis, but Sarah Francis Hardy, who did the illustrations for you when she was on my show, I mean, she had such a great experience of different types of art leading up to this, but had such a clear vision of what she wanted to accomplish. And the time she put into it, as you pointed out... <laughs> Each of the kids, she she wanted she wanted any kid who was who was part of Mississippi, who was who was contemplating the song One Mississippi and this children's book One Mississippi. She she wanted people. She wanted every child to see themselves in that song, to see themselves in that book, and she knocked it out of the park. Well, she does. It's, it, the book should say Arthur, written by Steve Azar, illustrated by Sarah Francis Hardy, illustrated by Sarah Francis Hardy. And did I say illustrated by Sarah? She should have her name on the book three times because obviously I was gifted with writing this song that literally took as long as the song is about six and a half minutes to write. I mean, it took two hours to write, yeah. but, but it took a lifetime to live. So I, I'm going to take credit for that because I had to go through a lot of messing up and screwing up to get Mississippi right. So, and get me right. But, uh, man, Ricky, I can't tell you, I mean, there's no words. I mean, it's, I sit here and try to articulate what's in my heart and, yeah. and how, how amazing it is. But everything I tell you, is just not enough. <laughs> hey, it's going to be the gift that continues to give. Uh, hey, listen, and people buy six books and 10 books at a time because they got kids and grandkids. And I'm going like, man, in music, they buy one record back in the day and then they would share it and everybody would tape that record. Right. <laughs> you can't copy a book. It's like, unless you go to the printer. And know? see, that's the Disney part of it, that that with every generation, they're going to be introduced to it again. And and, and the, the words of the song won't ever need to be changed because they're 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 literally timeless. Hey, you know, and, and, as you as a publisher, we're in we're in reprint already. That's yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. pretty quick. Hey, I know Neil White from Nautilus is a happy camper. Neil White He's from so good. He's up in Oxford and doing a terrific job. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi, Steve Azar. We'll see you after this break. Matthew show on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friend Steve Azar here with me today from the Citizens Bank Studio, and we're talking about his his song, the state song from Mississippi. One Mississippi and his great children's book, which incidentally is a great Christmas gift. It will be a great Christmas drift every single year for the rest of our lives because it tells such a, a timeless story about what makes it such a great state. And every child who sees it, no matter where they come from, will be able to see themselves in this book. And I, I love that part of it. Steve, you know, it's interesting to watch the evolution of this song and the way people have responded to it. And uh, how your career evolves from all of this, because I, I said, you know, when we first met, I, I love your story. I love the music that you've written. You know, I think this opportunity to do this gig with Viking Cruise Line is a great way to celebrate your music and those people who, who are in your band and those people who've contributed in so many different ways. But I still, you know, I still said back then that some of your best years ahead of you, not realizing that one Mississippi would evolve and it would be this big opportunity for you. And then who knows what's next, man? I mean, one Mississippi has been a big part of our show. We've had kids bust through the door from one of the local schools, O'Bannon, and they come in and they're singing it with me. I mean, it's so much fun because, uh, uh, and and also, uh, I was going to tell you that Yost, who's we've really fallen in love with, he's in Switzerland, and he is uh, one of the head guys, and just a great guy, very creative, very open to ideas, um, and has been just a blast to work with. But he, we were doing dinner, and he goes, uh, uh, we were talking about the name of the show after he saw it, and he goes, I was thinking, oh, well, I used to have this show called Steve Azar and Friends down in the Flatlands. And he goes, no, 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 I saw it, Dan. He goes, we're calling it Steve Azar's Mississippi. And I went, what? And he goes, that's what it is. So I said, that may, I mean, whatever. So about a month later, there it is on my, my father-in-law is sending me, he goes, what is this? They send out their flowers, flyers to people all over the world. And there it is, Steve Azar's Mississippi. And so he wasn't <laughs> messing around, you know, and I was going like, and I'm very, I'm, I'm humbled by that. But at the same time, I mean, that's, it's just, I love celebrating us and anyone that gives us the opportunity to do this, uh, like I've been, and it's just been great. And anytime I get to, you know, scream from the top of my lungs, all these songs that I've written about our home, man, I'm in, I'm all in. So it's been great. Yeah. You think, you know, I, I had this kind of flashback about Elvis's career and how it ended sadly. Uh, if he had had more control over his career and uh, would have been able to live a long life, can you only imagine the impact he would have had uh, in telling me. Mississippi's story? I mean, I, I, literally, he could have come back to Tupelo and built, you know, uh, uh, his own little version of Graceland there, and in a in a theater and packed the house for, forever. You know, I mean, there's so many there's so many uh, stars across the state that could tell that story. Hey, but, Ricky, Ricky, yeah. do you think about? how many shows he was playing a year yeah and how there was there's no it's no in the physical his he was so physical right right and so how was he able to do it it was it was impossible it was like playing four football games a day if you're a yeah. tailback and you're getting hit constantly so i the exertion that he was putting out it was just it was unparalleled from any artist i've ever seen in my life and so he had to turn to something to be able to stay up and and to get him through things, and it's just it's just a catastrophe. 
It is, and it happens so fast if you think about it. You know, so much. And then you look back on it, you realize it just it was all over. You know, just just like that. It was it was all over. And I knew everyone, everyone who is a fan of Elvis Presley or who uh, enjoyed his music along the way, you know, because of social media, you'll get you'll get fed something related to him and then you'll find yourself mesmerized around him for the for in that moment. And that leads to contemplating Gosh, what if? What if? I mean, how did this happen? Of course, the movie did a great job. The more recent movie did a yeah. great job telling that story and the sadness of it all. But again, I mean, you think about how blues music impacted him. It defined him. I mean, I love the think- fact that him and BB were so close, and it was uh, they finally brought that to the forefront because yes. it remind. I forgot, you know, and then I didn't really know. Not like I loved how they. BB was a mentor of his, and I yeah. loved how he helped him through these times. And if that really happened, you know, the movies can dramatize things or, or or exaggerate things, but I have a feeling that was pretty close to it. Also, I love the fact my baby girl Cecilia calls and goes, and she cried at the end of that movie. She cried because Elvis. I mean, that's a different generation yeah. getting to experience the greatness. So they did a great job with that movie. I mean, that movie, that guy's very colorful when he makes his movies, the director. But at the same time, man, he nailed it. I thought but it was great. Impact, I mean, again, it's, it's interesting. Watch how that part of the conversation went. It, it came back to blues. And you and I have talked about the Rolling Stones and Be- Beatles and so many others that have been impacted by this place that you call the Flatlands. But it's the home of the the best. The blues in the world came from here. And now you get the opportunity to celebrate it. And it's going to be fun watching you go forward. Listen, we're out of time. I wish we had two more hours. I enjoy spending time with you. I hope people enjoy Enjoy our visits. Um, you're a good dude, man, and you're representing this state so, so incredibly well. Thank you for all you do. You're my man, Ricky. I could be on your show every day. It's my favorite show. Well, thank you. This has been my friend, Steve Azar. Listen, have a great day. And uh, if you're on the coast, we'll see you tomorrow. If you're from Jackson and the Delta, we'll see you next Thursday. Have a Love great you. week. We'll see you later. Mississippi Media Production.